Lord, we want to see a move of the Spirit across this nation. Lord, that's what we long for. That's what we're waiting for. And all creation is groaning. All creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons. That Christ in us will be released through us to this nation and the nations of the earth. And Lord, there's been many prophecies given to this land. That the lightnings would strike and the fires would come. But Lord, we say when, oh Lord, when? God, I know that we are born for such a time. I know that we are born to see this. I know that there's people here, Lord God, to grow up for this, to pray for this all the life. But Lord, we don't want to go another minute, another day without the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we want to be moved like the men of old. They were moved by the Holy Spirit. We want to be, Lord God, men and women of the flame. We want the ancient flame to come again. We don't want just to have words, Lord. We don't want just to have another sermon, another good word. We want to see the manifestation of your glory amongst us. We want to see the houses of government built in this land. We want to see houses of habitation. Not just, Lord, what we call the church. We want what you call the church. We want the ecclesia. We want your mind and your heart. We want to see what you have seen and what you have spoken about through the ages. Lord, you spoke to the ancient ones, to the prophets, and said, Stand at the crossroads and ask for the ancient paths. Lord, we ask for the ancient paths. Lord, we long for this and born for this. And Lord, like the prayer Lewis, you have promised to pour your water on the thirsty land. And Lord, I dare to say it like they said. Father, it's not happening right now. But we say, Lord, we come before you in Zion and say, Lord, how long? How long, Lord? Father, we don't want to just go on with our programs, just for our nice messages. Lord, we need to see your spirit moving across this land. We need to see your government established. We need to see the true apostolic, not what we have called the apostolic. Lord, let heaven come and back us today. You have promised that heaven would back us. You have promised, Lord, that healing would move through the land. You spoke that to Andrew through Bob Jones. Lord, there's been many words. We present these words to you in the courtroom and say, Lord, let these be released. You spoke through Abby a few weeks ago and said healings and miracles were going to be released. Father, I know that we are born to see the miraculous. When you spoke to me and said one million people, you spoke through Smith Wigglesworth. Lord, you want to release the miraculous like you did through Smith Wigglesworth. Father, we long for the day when we can say silver and gold have I none, but such as I have to you. Give I unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise and walk. Lord, can there be a nation? Can there be a nation that comes under the fullness of what you desire? Can there be a nation that comes under the fullness of your government? Can there be a nation that comes into the cloud? Can there be a nation that's completely restored to you? Can there be a nation that walks in full salvation? 
Can there be a nation that comes under the fullness of your desires and your dreams? Lord, there must be a place under the sun. There must be a place that says yes. There must be a place in the nation that says yes to your way, not our way. There has to be a people. There has to be a company of people who say yes. We are willing to lay down our lives and die. Die to our will. Die to our ways. Lord, but the kills the walls. The kills of old, they had governmental hubs, places of intimacy, places of worship. They knew the rhythm of the times and knew when to pray, when to be intimate, but when to go. Lord, places like Swansea Bible School, Louise Howells. Lord, they stopped Hitler on his tracks yeah, by interceding, yeah, by pressing yeah, in. Yeah. They knew, Lord, they knew the word of heaven. They knew how to pray. They knew how to go beyond the veil. Lord, raise up your government here. Lord, we long for your presence. We want to meet you. Father, we have a better covenant than Moses, but he could meet you face to face and his face would be shining. We have a better covenant. It's not just us meeting God face to face, but it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. Lord, but you let the fullness of that be revealed in us that creation may be brought back into alignment. Lord, may it not just be a move of the Spirit, but may the Spirit of the Lord begin to build the house that you desire. Can you stay in the Spirit? Just if you do I keep your eyes shut, you always say that. I just want to share, I don't know, I may not even be long, but it's just about what I see God doing and in Scotland, but it's beyond Scotland, it's God's dream. He wants to build what some have called apostolic hubs, or it's a house of government, or it's a house of habitation. But when I say apostolic government, we have to put out of our mind what we think the apostolic is, because we've not seen this yet. We've not seen this yet. God wants to build something. Ephesians 2.22, it says God wants to build a house where his spirit can come and dwell, his fullness. And the house is built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. But the true apostolic is going to get the blueprint from heaven because we have tried our ways. We have tried to build our ways, but we need to get the blueprint from heaven. <coughs> Governmental houses. Like a volunteer for here, it wouldn't just be the lighthouse, it would be the White House. 
in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. We're moving from visitation to habitation, from Pentecost to Tabernacles. Many people have been talking about the Blood Mountains. It's like the Blood Mountains fell on, they kept happening on Jewish feasts. Passover, Tabernacles, Passover, Tabernacles. I think God is speaking in the heavens. God is speaking in the stars. God is speaking and saying we're moving. We'll never move away from the cross and the blood, but the cross and the blood is going to lead us to Pentecost. The Pentecost is going to lead us to Tabernacles. Pentecost was just the tenth. Tabernacles is fullness. And God wants to build these apostolic hubs, these governmental houses, these places of habitation. Wait, we have never seen a dream of this. Wait, even for a wee boy, I imagine places where people gathered and when people walked in, they would come under the fullness of the presence of God and people would be instantly healed. There would be places, there are going to be places in this nation. Let me tell you, there's going to be places in this nation where there's not going to be one sick amongst us. Not one. There's going to be places where people who walk in suicidal will be instantly delivered in a moment. Because it's not just us believing in faith for somebody to be healed. We're actually coming under the governmental realm of heaven. It's like the colony of heaven. It's like the kingdom of heaven on earth. And in these places, no sickness can stay. No sickness can ever dwell. No sickness can ever overcome us because we will overcome the sickness because we're under the canopy of heaven. We're under heaven's government. The foundation of this house is apostles and prophets. It's God's design. It's God's blueprint. It's a reformation. It's the reformation and all we need to do is say yes because we don't even know how to build it. It's Christ is ahead. He's the one who will build it. We need to cooperate with him and build it according to the blueprint. Like Moses. Exodus 25, 40 says, See to it that you make them according to the blueprint for them that you were shown on the mountain. God is raising up the true apostolic in these days. And let me tell you, it's not what we have thought it is. It's not necessarily people with networks thinking they've got lots of churches under them and that's an apostolic network. It's not the apostolic is on the floor. The apostolic is the foundation. It's unseen. It's apostles of the dust. But it's apostles who have had a vision. It's apostles who have seen the risen Christ. Witnesses of the resurrection. People are going to have encounters. And who are these people? I don't know. Whoever God chooses because apostles have chosen. Even from before they were born. Like Paul the apostle. But I do know it's people who just say yes to his way. Yes to dying to what we think it is. It's laying down our lives like these hills. It's laying down our ideas of what it is. It's laying down our ideas and saying, Lord, we want to build according to the pattern. And it's not just the pattern, it's the pattern that was given Moses on the mountain. 
It's going into the kingdom realm. It's going into the heavenly realm. It's going beyond the veil. All of this is going beyond the veil. A generation who know how to go to Mount Zion. In Hebrews it talks about Mount Zion. God is calling the nation to go up the mountain. And it's through desire. It's not works. It's not our efforts. We cannot do it in our own way. We cannot do it in our own strength. We cannot do it with our own intellect. It's through grace. But we must desire His way. His way. The blueprints are being released. The scrolls are being released. And we must say, Lord, where is the scroll for here? What is the scroll for Trin? What is our part in this? What is the part for the lighthouse? And God's already spoken through certain prophets and said that this would be a place of influence to the whole region. That this would be a lighthouse. That this would be a governmental hub. I believe that is God's purpose. The Ecclesia. Hubs. Houses. Places that are accessible to heaven. The first place in the house of God's mention is with Jacob. And what he saw was a ladder between heaven and earth. The true purpose of every house is to be a ladder between heaven and earth. For the angels ascend and descend. The angelic realm ascend and descend. And where Christ is at the head of the ladder, he is the head, the house of God. Jacob didn't even realise this was the house of God. Oh my dove that are in the cliffs of the rock, in the secret places of the stairs. Let me see thy countenance, let me hear thy voice, for sweet is thy voice, and thy countenance is comely. The hubs will be places of access to the heavenlies, the secret of the stairs. Jesus said, I am Jacob's ladder, Christ is the door. Christ is the doorway into the heavenly realm where we can have intimacy in the secret place, be friends with God. God is calling us to be friends. Like Moses went up the mountain, he sometimes for 40 days at a time. To be with God. It's not works or effort because you want to be friends with God. You want to encounter his goodness. You want to encounter his glory. You want to be like him. The hubs will be secret places where we can encounter the secret place. And when I'm speaking about this, it's not anything we've seen before. It's not anything we need to get an idea that we've seen this somewhere. We've been to a good meeting. Even nice revival meetings we've been to. That's all visitation. But something is coming. It's beyond that. Where we are going to access the heavenlies. And as we access the heavenlies. As we become God's friend, as we meet him face to face, as we are changed, just like the Mount of Transfiguration, we are going to be transformed. 
But it's from this place of intimacy and friendship that we begin to ascend the mountain. And it's the mountain of Zion. Intimacy first. Government comes through intimacy. You have come to Mount Zion. Talking about the hubs, remember, these hubs are going to be places that we enter when we come together. When God builds a house, when He is the foundation, the apostles and prophets are the foundation. But in these hubs will be like a mountain. Mountain represents government. We will be able to access the secret place, the heavenly realms like we've never known before. Places of open visions, places of encounter, places of angels physically coming and going, up and down like Jacob when he saw the ladder. And places of government. You've come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling it speaks better things than that of Abel. The governmental arena. And this is not just something, but it's just another thing that's a good idea. We are going to need this, I tell you. Because darkness is coming. Encroach darkness to people. We can see it like with the Ebola outbreak and ISIS. And let me tell you, these things are trying to come here. These things are trying to come here. We think it's not trying to come here. I don't know. I don't know why we would think that because they truly are. It's going, they're trying to come here. But we need to know how to access this realm. It's not just a good idea. We cannot just go on anymore just having chops the way we do it. We need to engage with this realm. We have about a 20, 30 year window. Because Islam is rising in Europe. We've seen it in Paris. Within 20, 30 years there could be enough radical Islamic movements in Europe that we could have Islamic governments with Sharia law. And we should not get scared or fearful, but I'm telling you, we need to know how to get to the governmental realm. We need these apostolic hubs to start rising. We need to let God build his way. He can do this quickly, but he needs us to yield to what he wants. He needs us to access this realm beyond the veil, Mount Zion, the governmental realm. Let him teach us his ways, because in Mount Zion, he will teach us his ways. This is not just a good word, this is what the Lord is burning in my heart. This message of the Ecclesia, the government, it flows from intimacy. And these hubs are going to be places where the, the manifest sons, it's like a greenhouse. In these hubs it's going to be like a greenhouse where growth is quick, but it's also deep. It's places of visitation is places where we engage the government and learn how to govern the kings and the earth. 
God is risen, not kings. We are kings and priests. We have been taught how to be priests before God, but then we're going to be taught how to be kings before the earth. And it's in these governmental hubs that are God's raising up across this land where he's teaching us how to be kings. And can I say something, and I don't say this arguably, it's up to the churches whether they will go along with us or not. Some might, some might not. But God will raise up his ecclesia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He will. He's looking for willing hearts. He's looking for hubs of people who say yes. And oftentimes it's people who are immature, who get things wrong, who maybe do it wrong. Maybe they do have a bit of that of arrogance. But like the apostles, they stick with it to the end. Like the apostles who say, yes Lord, where else can we go? Governmental houses, it's a choice whether we're willing to go for this. And then God will teach us the courts, as I always talk about. I had a dream two nights ago where three people drew in the ground the door. And the three people who drew the door were people who normally mean in my dreams is intimidation and fear. But these doorways now were access to the heavenlies. And as God was saying, the things that have intimidated us in the past will be doorways into the future and doorways into the heavenlies. There's a doorway open for here. There's a doorway open for this nation. There's doorways open for the nations of earth. But we must choose to get through the doorway. We must choose to take part in the courts. God's angel then charged Joshua. Orders from God of the angel armies. If you live the way I tell you. And remain obedient to my service. Then you'll make the decisions around here. And oversee my affairs. And all my attendants standing here will be at your service. Another version says you'll have free access. This is talking about Joshua being caught up into the courtroom where Satan was accusing him. And God told him, if you walk in my ways and you keep my ways and keep my commandments, you will have free access here. In the book of Revelation it says they will overcome, talking about the last days, by the work of their testimony. We think that means talking about when you get saved. It's not. It's talking about overcoming by giving your testimony in the court and by the body of the Lamb. It's the gospel. The body of the Lamb enables us to go to the court. We are clean because of the blood, but we must go to the court. We must take part in the courts of heaven because... Things are coming to this earth, things are coming, they're trying to come to this nation. It's not going to be just about us building ministries or doing what we think is right. It's about us taking part in his heavenly vision. He is the head. He wants to build his ecclesia. His ecclesia. His government. His dream. What about God's dream? God has a dream. To build a house. Where he can come and dwell fully. Fullness of habitation. 
whole regions under the cloud, whole regions under the presence, whole regions under the government of righteousness and truth. Righteousness, can you imagine whole regions where everything that happens is righteous and good and truthful and pure and holy? It will happen in regions, Heidi Baker saw a vision, something like this, where some regions would accept God's love and presence and they would be full of glory and presence and fire and love. But other regions who rejected it, it would be gross darkness and evil. There will be sheep nations and there will be goat nations. Many are called, but few are chosen. I believe we make ourselves chosen. I don't believe it's elitism. I don't believe God's just suddenly chose people and they're special. It's about whether we want it or not. Many are called, few are chosen. Are we willing to step into this realm? Are we willing to say, Christ, you're the head. Build your house as you desire. Even if it means for a year or two there is a small amount of people on the same page. It may mean like Gideon, our numbers have to be taken down so that we're on the same page and say, Lord, thy will be done. We need the spirit of unity amongst us. But it's the work of the spirit. It's the work of the spirit. It's not us trying to make it happen. It's not us meeting other groups of people thinking that's unity because we're in the same building. It's not, it's about the work of the Spirit drawing us together in harmony with each other, us becoming one with Christ and one with each other, because we are the mystical body of Christ. Together, we are one with each other because of Him, because of the work of the Holy Spirit in us and through us. He is drawing us together with those who are willing also to say yes. And God is crying out to the land. He's crying out to the church. He loves the church as it is. And he's saying, who will say yes to my way? Who will say yes to my blueprint? Who will say yes to the way I want to build it? He wants to build it his way. And we all must humble ourselves and pray. It's not just prayer that brings revival. It's humbling ourselves and prayer. Humbling myself means that we say, Lord, we don't have the whole picture. We don't know how you're going to do it, but we say yes. Prayer is not just the way to do it, because we can pray what we think is right. We can pray what we think God wants to do. We can pray what we think he wants to do in the nation. And he does want to move in this like a revival. But let me tell you, I've always believed in revival. I love revival. But I tell you now, it cannot just move again the way it has in the past because it will last two or three years and it end. This time he wants to build his government so that this never ends. A move of the spirit that will never ever end. A move of the spirit that's it's not just a move of the spirit, it's a habitation. It's where God is dwelling amongst us. It's not just visitation, it's habitation. Paul Keith Davis said that God has moved through many but rested on few. God has moved through many but rested on few. God is looking for ones that he can rest upon. Do you remember the Spirit of the Lord came on Jesus and remained? 
remained. God is looking for individuals and a company of people who he can come and remain. He wants to remain. He wants to be made welcome. He wants us to say, you are the head, you are the head of the company. We do what you want. We want to know you and we want to be intimate with you. Thy way, thy will be done. Reese House was used to turn back Hitler. Otherwise, we might have come under the Nazis. That was the Ecclesia working back then. It really was. God showed me recently that Reese House functioned in the courts in heaven. They maybe didn't use that language, but it doesn't matter. They had authority in the heavenly realms to shift things so that Hitler was stopped in his tracks. And also, God used Reese House to birth the prayer of the nation of Israel. That's how powerful the Ecclesia can be when you've got a company of people, just a few people, who are willing to hide away and say, Lord, what is your will? But before that happened, Reese House had to go through a whole process of dying to his will. I never say dying to sin because it says we are crucified with Christ. But we do have to die to our will. Jesus even prayed, Thy will be done. God wants to raise us up into mature sons in these hubs. These hubs are going to be like greenhouses. And that's why you need the true apostolic. Because it says in Ephesians 4.11. He gave some apostles and some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Until we all come in the unity of the faith. And of the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The true hubs God's raising up will have the true apostolic prophetic. But it's at a higher level than we've ever seen. And it's apostles who have witnessed the resurrection of Christ. Because he is the model for the hub. We cannot build a hub based on Christ. If we don't know who Christ is or what he looks like. The true apostolic will have seen Christ, the risen Christ. We will be witnesses again of the resurrection. And in these apostolic hubs, these governmental houses that God is building across the nations, a maturity will come like we have never seen. And we will be like a perfect man, perfect, perfected in love. Walk in the full maturity. And when I say maturity, I don't mean just for nice people. I mean we're walking in the fullness of Christ. The full stature of Christ. All that he is. Fullness of glory. Fullness of fire. Fullness of the seven spirits of God. 
Walking in the film is just like St. Columba. These guys changed the planet. They walked in this, whether they had the language for it, it doesn't matter. They were prototypes of this. St. Columba walked in the fullness of the spirit of knowledge. He would know who was coming to the island and why they were coming. He knew the motives of the heart. Fullness of the spirit of wisdom like Jesus. With the woman in the well, he could tell her everything she ever did. Can you imagine hubs in Scotland walking in this fullness? This nation would be transformed. People even walking past would be coming under the cloud, under the presence, under conviction, under the fear of the Lord, under the love of God, however God wants to manifest. Whole regions, whole cities. This is what God is wanting to do in Scotland and beyond. This is what God's dream is, is to build his house. Is to build his house. And we are his house. It's not a bricks and mortar. We are his house. It's us allowing him to be the head. It's us allowing him to shape us, to change us, to allow his spirit of the Lord to come and mould us and shape us and possess us. Possession, fullness. Like Kathleen Coleman, she said she knew the minute, the day she died. There is a death, whether we think there is or not, it's a death to our will and our ways. I would rather have this way when we might seem to achieve nothing for five years or whatever it may take, ten years, but then suddenly you walk out and you're under the fullness and a whole city can get saved in a day. Yes, Lord. And Kathleen Kuhlman, some people testified that they would have to walk in a 45 degree angle to the front because the wind was blowing so hard. Mm. (laughs) Like William Branham. He would just talk like a country bumpkin. <laughs> he had nothing to offer, nothing to say, until Christ came and stepped into him. And people sometimes would see it happen. 20 minutes, half an hour talking, nothing happening. And then suddenly Christ walked into his body. Suddenly the whole atmosphere changed. Suddenly a power of fire would come through the back and everybody saw it. A power of fire came up the front. And people were shouting and screaming in fear. These are people who paid the price. And there is a price. It's the price of dying to our way. Our will. And it's the way of wisdom. Wisdom has to build the house. Wisdom has built her house. She has shown out her seven powers. We need the spirit of wisdom to know what we must do. We need the spirit of wisdom to say what to do and build this or build that and do this. All we do is cooperate. We are co-workers with Christ, but Christ is the head. It's the old-fashioned word of just yielding to the Holy Spirit. The old-fashioned word of surrendering to his way. We can say that we don't need this message anymore or whatever. But it worked for them. It worked for this sense of old. 
And God is sending the spirit of Elijah to turn the sons to the fathers. And it's not just the natural fathers, it's the fathers of the faith. The spirit of Elijah has been released. There's many prophets have met him face to face, like Jonah, Paul Keith Davis. People who are well known. There's something about the old and the new. God is building something new that we've not seen. But it is old because it's the ancient paths as well. And he needs us to yield so that he can build. recently, I don't know if you've heard of a band called Runrig. It's a famous Scottish band, but as far as I know, they're not Christian. I don't think they are. But they wrote a song that's just so powerful. I don't know how he got this without being a Christian. But part of what God's going to do in the hubs is release a healing revival. But it's not just going to come separate from the hubs. We need the hubs so that it lasts. So that it can be sustained. But Ron Rigg wrote this song, and I'm going to read the words and then I'm going to put on the song. Because this is prophetic. It's a prophetic word to our nation. Whether Ron Rigg knew that or not, I don't know. I don't think so. But they were singing this in the Highlands. And it says, There's thunder clouds round the hometown bay. As I walk out in the rain through the sepia showers and the photo flood, flood days. It says, I caught a fleeting glimpse of life. And though the water's black at night, the colours of Scotland leave you young inside. And he sings this, this is a part. And this is a part, it's like there must be a place under the sun. The sun. It's like they're crying out for something, there must be a place in the world, the earth, the planet. Where God can build what he wants. There must be a place under the sun. For the hearts of old in glory grow young. And he sings this verse. There's a vision coming soon. Through the faith that cleans your wound. Hearts of old in glory will be renewed. Down the glens where the headlands stand. I feel a healing through this land. A cross for a people, like wind through your hands. There must be a place under the sun where the hearts of old and glory grow young. There must be a place, a group of people, where God can find them so that old and glory can grow young. A place where he can reveal who he is. A place where he can build what he wants. A place where he can come and dwell, habitation, and where we can walk in the fullness that the creation can no longer grow in because the sons have come. God's dream fulfilled. God's dream of a company of people who walk like Christ on the earth but do even greater things. Something that's greater than the former. Something that's greater than the Celtic movement. 
something that's greater than St. Patrick and St. Columba. Because the latter house shall be greater than the former. Something greater than we've seen. Something greater than we've ever read about. Something greater than the Earl of Lewis. Something greater than the Welsh Revival. There must be a place. There must be a people who say yes. Willing to lay down and die to our will. Even if it means nothing happens. For years. Like Moses in the desert for 40 years. Nothing. Joseph in the jail. Nothing. It seems like promises have died. But is there anybody? Is there anyone? Is there any group? Is there any people who will say yes? Thunder clouds round the hometown bay As I walk out in the rain Through the sea showers And the photo flood days I caught a fleeting glimpse of life Though the water's black as night The colors of Scotland leave you young Inside
Where? Yeah.